and you have these giant corporations, you know, whatever country they're in, Spain, Italy, they can't produce what they bottle. So they buy it from other regions within that country or from other countries. They'll mix it together. So it's still, that's fine. They're mixing olive oil, but we don't know how old each one of those olive oils are because it's a lot cheaper to buy last year's harvest for a big corporation than it is to buy the current stuff. And it's still good, but if you're bottling it today, last year's harvest with a little bit of this year's harvest, by the time it gets to your store shelf, it's probably two years old. The good, the bad, the ugly on olive oil. Today's interview is one you do not want to miss. I'm joined by Tony Casandrinos, and we dive deep into everything going on in the olive oil industry, plus the health benefits. I'm your host, Bethany Ugardi, and you're listening to the Digest This Podcast. Today's episode is all about olive oil, and we are going to be diving into what olive oil is, basically, um, and maybe surprising, it's uh, a fruit juice, um, the health benefits of olive oil, misconceptions, myths, um, all that good stuff, how to choose the right one. And today's bite of knowledge is uh, just about that as well. So we're going to dive right into it and talk about the health benefits of olive oil. And some of them may surprise you. They actually surprised me. I'm sure you guys know what olive oil is. It is the oil extracted from the olives. You can have different types of olive oil depending on what type of olive is used for the extraction. Uh, It is, number one, very high in monosaturated fats, which is very good. Um, About 14% of the oil is saturated, whereas 11% is polyunsaturated. Um, such as omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. But the predominant fatty acid in olive oil is monosaturated fat, um, and it's making up about 73% of the total oil content, which is huge. Studies suggest that this type of uh, fat can reduce inflammation and may have uh, beneficial effects on uh, genes linked to cancer. So there are studies to back this as well. Obviously, we all need fat. So if you're consuming this type of fat, it's something to really consider. Uh, olive oil, number two, it contains large amounts of antioxidants, extra virgin specifically. So apart from its beneficial fatty acid, it contains modest amounts of vitamin E and vitamin K. So it's loaded with uh, antioxidants. Of course, we all know antioxidants can help reduce many risks of chronic illness. Uh, It also fights inflammation to protect your blood, um, cholesterol from oxidation. So if you're thinking about heart disease, if that's on your brain, on your mind, adding olive oil could benefit that. Number three, It has um, the anti-inflammatory properties, which I just mentioned, Um, but there's studies to show that, well, first of all, chronic inflammation, it's thought to be the leading driver in diseases. So such as like cancer, even inflammation, heart disease, metabolic syndrome, type two diabetes, Alzheimer's, arthritis, and even obesity. So olive oil can help reduce inflammation which is one of the main reasons for its health benefits. So main reason here, anti-inflammatory. 
Number four, olive oil may help prevent strokes. Now, strokes, they're caused by a disturbance of blood flow in your brain, either due to a blood clot or bleeding. The relationship between olive oil and strokes have actually been studied extensively. Get this. So a large review of studies in 841,000 people found that olive oil was the only source of monosaturated fat associated with a reduced risk of stroke and heart disease. Crazy. Uh, In another study, in 140,000 participants, those who consumed olive oil were at a much lower risk of stroke than those who did not. Number five. So... I previously mentioned it's protective against heart disease can benefit that, right? So let's dive a little bit deeper into this. So heart disease is the most common cause of death in the world. Um, Studies conducted a few decades ago showed that heart disease is less common in Mediterranean countries. So this led to more research on the Mediterranean diet, which has now been shown to significantly reduce heart disease risk. Olive oil is a very key component. It's very heavily used in the Mediterranean diet. Um, so this is this is why they led uh, to do more research on that. So um, there's several ways it can help reduce the risk of heart disease. Uh, it lowers inflammation and protects bad LDL cholesterol from oxidation, improves the lining of your blood vessels, and may help prevent excessive blood clotting. Again, studies are um, proven and uh, they can back this here. It has also been shown to lower blood pressure, which is one of the strongest risk factors for heart disease and premature death. In one study, get this you guys, one study, olive oil reduced the need for blood pressure medication by 48%. That's almost 50%. That's, That's huge. Dozens, if not hundreds of studies indicate that extra virgin olive oil has powerful benefits for your heart. So if you have heart disease, a family history, you know someone, um, you may want to consider (laughs) adding olive oil to your diet or their diet regularly and passing on this information. Number six, olive oil is not associated with weight gain and obesity. So a lot of people may avoid it just because it is high in fat, but get this. So numerous studies have linked the Mediterranean diet, which is rich in olive oil, uh, with favorable effects on body weight. In a 30-month study in over 7,000 Spanish college students, consuming a lot of olive oil was not linked to increased weight. Additionally, there was a three-year study in 187 participants found that a diet rich in olive oil was linked to increased levels of antioxidants in the blood as well as weight loss. So there you go. Number seven, olive oil may help reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. There's been several studies and they have linked olive oil to beneficial effects on blood sugar as well as insulin sensitivity. So in a study, it was 418 healthy people They had a Mediterranean diet, rich in olive oil, of course, and they reduced the risk of those people for type 2 diabetes by over 40%. Just another reason to add olive oil to your diet. Number eight, 
the antioxidants in olive oil have, of course, anti-cancer properties. I, I briefly mentioned this um, previously here. And I just wanted to touch on this too. Um, if it hasn't affected you personally, I'm sure it's affected a loved one, friend, family member. And there's there's no, sometimes there's no avoiding it, but we try and do what we can to to be as healthy as we can, right? And to uh, reduce those risks. And uh, there have been several studies showing that olive oil has anti-cancer properties, uh, can help reduce the oxidative damage due to free radicals, which is believed to be a leading driver of cancer. There's um, test tube studies that demonstrate the compounds in olive oil that can fight cancer cells. Again, these are studies that I've I've looked up and I've researched. And so that's just super, super interesting. Lastly, and probably I would say my favorite, just because I'm, I'm super interested in this personally, olive oil has antibacterial properties. It contains many nutrients that can actually inhibit or kill harmful bacteria. One of these is H. pylori. That's the bacteria that lives in your stomach and can cause stomach ulcers and stomach cancer. Studies have shown that extra virgin olive oil fights eight strains, three of which are resistant to antibiotics. In addition, there was another study in humans suggested that 30 grams of extra virgin olive oil taken daily can eliminate H. pylori infections in 10 to 40% of people in as little as two weeks. But you want to make sure you're choosing the right type of olive oil, of course, right? Because um, it's a little bit sketchy on the market. You want to get the freshest. You want to get the right kind. It could be a little bit confusing at the store. So it's very important to buy the right kind of olive oil if you want to get the benefits. Extra virgin olive oil retains uh, some of the antioxidants and bioactive compounds from olives. For this reason, it's uh, considered healthier than the more refined variety of olive oil. And the best buy date on the bottle is important too. The further away the expiration date, the better, obviously. But many bottles only have a year or less, which if you're getting a quality fresh olive oil, the best buy date should be two years out. So a lot of the times you'll look at a bottle in the grocery store and the expiration date is is six months out. That's actually not good. It should be about two years out from when you purchase it. Um, There's a lot of fraud even on the olive oil market and um, some even are diluted with other refined oil. So you always just kind of want to check and it's a little bit, it's unfortunate. Now that is today's bite of knowledge and let's get into the episode. Hi guys, thanks so much for joining me again to the Digest This podcast. Today I am joined by Tony Cassandrinos. Is it Cassandrinos or Drino? Is there one S or no S? Cassandrinos. In America there's an S, in Greece there isn't. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go with the American (laughs) version then. All right. Awesome. So um, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Uh, Hello. My name is Tony Casandrinos. I'm the CEO and founder, co-owner now of Casandrinos International. Um, We started the olive oil company a few years ago, my sister and I. She came on about six months after I started when I thought I needed a little bit of help. But um, 
we've had olive oil in our family for generations. It's just we always kind of sold it in bulk, and we would bring over enough to America kind of for family and friends. So we decided to actually private label it, which we used our last name. And uh, naming it was a little bit of an issue. We're like, we couldn't come up with a good name. So we're like, I just use our last name. It's kind of long, but people figure it out. And uh, yeah, so we started it as a part-time thing. I was active duty in the military. My sister had a career in finance with uh, Chase, J.P. Morgan at the time. And uh, so we just started it really to share it with friends. I made a website so my friends that I was selling it to um, can go and order it because I got stationed somewhere else and never really planned on it becoming a big business and kind of snowballed over the years. And then I retired about three years ago and we all went full time with it and kind of have expanded ever since. And um, one of the big things we wanted to do with the company was um, really kind of solve a problem with olive oil in America. Um, One of the biggest things that we always knew and anyone who's really traveled to Italy, Greece, Spain, somewhere where it produces fresh olive oil um, is uh, most of it in the grocery stores. Wasn't that good. And the, the reason there's a lot of reasons for that, but the main reason was it was older uh, just due to the distribution process. So we really wanted to say, okay, how can we get like our really high quality organic product from um, around our village in Greece to our customers and get it to them as soon as possible. So we decided really early on that we kind of wanted to go with the uh, direct to consumer method and get it to them as quickly as possible instead of like going into stores and sitting on a shelf and right. Well, yeah. and I just want to—I didn't mean to interrupt. I do want to say, um, I had we had previously um, spoken earlier this year too, and you were um, you had touched a little bit about you know the the expiration date and the shelf life, and I before trying your olive oil, I had. Just no, I had no idea that olive oil could taste different. In fact, better. I just thought, oh, this is just how olive oil tastes. It's, you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't anything crazy. But the first time I tried your olive oil, I was like, it was, it was so aromatic, so, so flavorful. Um, I'm trying to look for the right word. It was just robust. I think robust could be a really good way to describe your olive oil. And I was like, wow, have I been missing out? Have, have I been duped this whole time? Like what's, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's kind of like when you don't know, you don't know. So, but when you try how it's really supposed to be us growing up as little kids, we were always in Greece all the time. We come back to America and there's other food differences between the two places, but you know, just from the, like the fresh seafood and the pork is totally different. The chicken tastes different, but, um, you know, the olive oil is something we've always had in our family. And it was like, um, when we would have it, that wasn't ours in America. I was like, uh, yeah, something's not right here. And, um, not that it's like bad for you. I mean, the, the, or even the organic stuff, but, um, it does not get better with time like wine does. And a lot of people kind of mm. assume it's just good for years, Um, it's edible for a few years, but it does degrade, you know, within a year. And a lot of times if you go into a a grocery store, even a high end grocery store, if you look at the, uh, production date on the back, if it has one, because it's not really required to, um, it could be two, three years old and it can be well past the best before date. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. Um, now can, let's talk about a little bit, um, about the, 
the process of how olive oil is made or extracted? Because um, I know there's maybe a few different types. And then can you share about what you guys do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's um, there's two def- there's two ways of uh, growing olives. One is a organic traditional method, the way it's been being done for thousands of years. And then you have the conventional method. Um, so where we're at now in the world and olive oil production has really grown outside of the Mediterranean, you know, it's all over like South America, China, Australia, U S all over. Um, the, the right way of doing it is to, um, grow trees and let them grow naturally and to, uh, treat them the way they should be treated. And that's, you know, just kind of growing naturally. Um, most of our trees are very old, like, definitely older than you and me put together times of you. Um, so like, like how many hundreds? Of some, are... I mean, our oldest is hundreds and hundreds of years old, wow. like probably over a thousand easily. Um, I've got a few pictures of uh, some of them on our social media. Um, but they're very, I mean, they're centuries old and they last forever. I mean, as long as they don't get burnt down by a fire, these things will last and they you know, they're very hardy trees and they still continue to fruit, you know, That's crazy. hundreds and hundreds of years later, which is really crazy when you think about it. Cause you're like, you look at these, these trees and you're like, man, like literally these were being turned into olive oil during like Spartan ancient times, you know? So. And does it matter uh, if like, if the tree is older, does that produce a better oil or better fruit or does that matter? Not, not better. It produces more because it gets bigger. Okay. They just keep growing. And it'll produce more. It doesn't necessarily mean it's better. There's no real better either. I mean, that's a whole other topic. Like it is kind of like wine where there's so many varieties of olives and they all, some like the olives you eat generally do not produce good olive oil and vice versa. What is the best olive or do you have a, as a favorite olive that you guys We use a Korneki, which is, um, it's indigenous to like Southern Greece. Um, it's a, it's a very small little olive that, is not good tasting, but it produces a really good olive oil that's very high in polyphenols, and it uh, it just produces an amazing olive oil. That's the most uh, popular olive oil olive in Greece. Um, it's since grown like throughout the world now, um, but th- that's the majority of the olives you'll see in southern Greece. Um, but you know, so say you've got like the tree. We'll just use the the organic method. You have a tree, it pretty much sits there all year round till it's ready to be picked. Um, a little fun fact, you only harvest a tree one time throughout the year. Okay. Um, that tree makes about uh, eight standard bottles of olive oil. If you're looking at our big bottle, our Magnum one liter yeah. bottle, it makes about four of those. So one tree all year round only makes about four of our bigger bottles. Wow. Um, so when people buy our bigger, um, our, our big can, that's pretty much an entire tree they're getting. Well, you I know? think so you, when you sent me one. Yeah. So that's a whole tree in there. A whole tree. <laughs> a whole tree. Yeah. So, um, you know, the growing process, they literally sit there most of the time and bask in the sun and get a little rain when they do. Um, when we do harvest them, the, the key differences are one throughout that whole process. We're not spraying them with pesticides and fertilizers because right. which a majority of companies do because they grow more fruit, but you're also getting that inside of the olive oil. Cause like an olive is pretty porous and it will soak in anything you're spraying on it, which in turn ends up in the oil that it's 
which is really a fruit juice. Right. And that's something I think a lot of people don't realize is this is a fruit juice. It's, it is. And uh, that's kind of fun to think about, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, but it's true. I think a lot of conventional oils, they or companies maybe that can produce conventional olive oil, they want to spray because, of course, they want to get the most out of it. It's all about volume, um, unfortunately. Um, and that's why oh, another kind of cool thing about having our last name on the bottle, there's not a lot of people in our family. It's, uh, you know, so we really take a lot of pride in the fact of, you know, really standing behind what's in our bottle. Um, but, you know, outside of having an organic product, the next thing is um, we hand pick our olives. Um, most olives are picked by machines, um, which is not good for the land itself. It's not good for the trees. Mm. It bruises the fruit. Um, so when you hand pick it, you're doing a lot less damage to the fruit um, because you want to turn it into oil as soon as possible. So we kind of have like a kind of conveyor belt type thing. We, we harvest one tree and it'll be like a four or five people. Mm-hmm. And then it gets bagged and goes right to the mill. So it's a continuous process. Like, so you're picking a tree, bringing it to the mill. The mill's pretty close. It's a few minutes within 10, 15 minutes away. So we're basically, you don't want olives once they're picked to kind of sit around, especially in, when it's warmer out um, and just, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you have fruit just sitting there. You want to turn it into oil as soon as you can. Um, so it is, it's pressed and bottled, I would say, within... It takes about an hour. It takes about, it takes about an hour to turn it into olive oil. So um, the process of making it, it's pretty simple. Um, we're actually making a video on it, so you'll be able to see it. Um, but the first step is just to kind of get the olives separated from maybe any twigs or branches. So they kind of go through like a little separator all that stuff gets turned into goat food, the, the branches and leaves. Um, then the olives get washed just to get any uh, dust or dirt off of them. Um, from there, it's not really a pressing process. It's actually more of a churning. Um, they go and they get turned into mash, and that takes about half hour to 45 minutes. Um, and then you have like kind of looks like brown baby food, I guess you could say. It's just like a brown mash. Okay. From there, it gets separated and then you separate the liquid from the actual uh, skin and pulp. The skin and pulp gets turned into little bricks, and they use that for fuel, or not fuel, but like to light a fireplace. Like they're like little logs. Okay. Um, then the liquid, you get it, and then you separate the water and the oil because there's the water in the olive as well. And then you get you take the oil, and then we filter it just to get any last little sediment out of there, and that's your olive oil. It's literally that simple. That's a whole process. With every seasonal change from summer to fall to winter and spring, I always get allergies. On top of seasonal changes, outdoor flowers and grass and indoor dust and dander are always a battle. It got so bad one year, I actually caved and started taking an over-the-counter allergy medication that started giving me nightmares and terrors. And it made me just feel super weird. I don't know. It was just a weird experience. And after reading the back, I realized that was one of the side effects from this medication. And I started looking for alternatives. Back in 2020, I discovered Life Seasons Breathe X, which is a supplement containing a blend of natural ingredients that support sinuses and nasal passages 
manages healthy tissue in the respiratory tract, and promotes normal immune function. They use plants and vitamins like quercetin, bromelain, citrus biflavonoids, and vitamin C that work together to help manage symptoms and help build the body's defenses. Breathe X usually helps with allergy symptoms and sinus discomfort within 30 minutes of taking it. 30 minutes, that's crazy. Many people even see greater results when taking this product over a longer period of time, specifically for three to four months. So if you or someone you know suffers from allergies and are looking for relief naturally, Life Seasons is offering my listeners a discount on their Breathe X and all their products. Just go to lifeseasons.com and enter code DIGEST at checkout. That's lifeseasons.com and use code DIGEST to receive a discount. You may have seen Wild Friends Nut Butter on Shark Tank years ago when they struck a deal with Barbara. Since then, their nut butter line has exploded into a booming business. Why? Simply because their nut butters are amazing. They have a wide range of different nut and seed butters made with simple, friendly ingredients, free from soy, gluten, dairy, natural flavors, or additives. Plus, they're non-GMO and certified palm oil free. My personal favorite is their classic creamy almond butter made from just roasted almonds and sea salt, nothing else. And the texture is velvety smooth that you can literally drizzle over any smoothie, sliced apple, or even just enjoy by the spoon. I even enjoy pairing it with carrots. I know it sounds weird, but carrots and almond butter, you have to try it. Wild Friends was founded by Keely and Erica, two best friends who love nut butter. When you shop with Wild Friends, you're not only supporting a small female-run business, you're also supporting the Wild Friends Give Back mission. 1% of all sales are donated to organizations that help ensure women and girls have the environment and empowerment to make their dreams a reality. If you want to support and experience this luscious, creamy nut butter yourself, head on over to wildfriendsfoods.com. That's wildfriendsfoods.com. I want to touch base on a few things. Um, I want to touch on you know the health benefits of olive oil, some misconceptions. Um, but before we do that, I, I just kind of wanted to go back to uh, the the hand picking right so you don't use machinery and um, can you just touch a little bit on the soil and you know your soil versus um, maybe the conventional oil soil and how that actually does make a huge difference in the, in the oh, overall totally. oil. I mean it, at the end of the day it's almost like just so simple common sense but you don't want to be spraying chemicals on the food that you're eating um, the specific valley where all of our olive oil comes from kind of sits between three villages. We're talking villages of like 700, 800, and probably 2000. So very small villages in Greece. Mm. Um, we, the whole valley that is, there's a mountain range on one side, a mountain range on the other, and the ocean on another, or the sea. Um, the entire valley is organic. So you're not getting runoff from other farms around other you because you could be crops. organic, but mm-hmm. the guy down the street yeah. isn't. 
exactly. when the wind's blowing, exactly. there's no borders, you know, for spray coming in. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But yeah, the soil is, um, I'd say, much better than the vast majority of the world because we're not allowing chemicals into that whole region. I feel like our, our the soil, like just today, in just all of our produce, it's just so depleted. It's just, ma- it's just so much mass and production, it's- and it's all about volume. And, you know, the, these trees are literally, um, I mean, they, they were grown before there was even a pesticide even thought of, before there was mass production. Um, and you can, you can really, um, you can tell if you know what you're looking for, an olive field or an orchard. You could tell if they use pesticides right away within like five minutes. I mean, you just look at it and you can tell um, because there's they're like right, straight right. dirt and there's no vegetation growing on the ground. Uh, it, there should be. You were oh, showing yeah, me yeah. some pictures. Yeah, yeah. You were showing me. And I mean, I got a whole, I, I mean, I love just being educated um, because I mean, who would really look into the average person isn't going to have that. It's like that with, I mean, in my opinion, it's like that with almost every food product. We've kind of like gotten really detached from how food is made, you know, even like things like butter or steak or chicken or fish, you know, like if you're going out there and fishing and catching a fish, it's way different than uh, a salmon that was farmed, you know, and that whole process and how it happens. So it's really like everything. I mean, you can even go avocados with avocado oil and how that's done and, Pretty much every food product, you know. I mean, they're adding colors to yeah. fish to make you know make it look more yeah. pink. It's just it's yeah. Crazy. And then when it, with with olives, you know, if you plant a brand new, if you plant an olive tree and I plant an olive tree, and you're going to conventionally grow that, you're going to water it a lot more. You're going to start spraying it. I'm not. It's going to take me a lot longer to to actually get fruit, but. Mm-hmm. It's like a never-ending cycle. If you do it the right way, you're going to have less fruit. It's going to be good. But at the end of the day, most of these big companies, all they care about is getting as much volume done as possible. But of that course, hurts everything, you know, because it's not just like their plot of land and the food that they're giving to consumers. It's the whole region of where they're doing it, you know, so. Right. Well, and I have some questions too. So um, I want to talk about a few misconceptions about olive oil. And also, um, is it true that olive oil, like some companies are adding uh, other refined oils to it and like mixing it Um, in? So with that, I can only speak to our company. I know we don't. Uh, We do third-party testing on (laughs) every batch and uh, put it on our website so you can match the batch numbers. There have been companies that have got caught doing that which is highly illegal mm-hmm. and very shady and like just horrible to do that. Um, but yes, it has happened. I don't think it's at the level the media kind of made it out to be when it came out because that's your company. Like if you get caught doing that, you're done. You know, it's like, right, right. Um, but yeah, it definitely has happened. Um, the biggest problem I see in the whole industry um, you know, whether we're talking organic or conventional, and I personally wouldn't get conventional olive oil, even if I didn't have an olive oil company, but um, is the age of it. And you have these giant corporations, you know, whatever country they're in, Spain, Italy, they they can't produce what they bottle. So they buy it from other regions within that country or from other countries. Mm-hmm. So they'll buy, you know, like tons at a time, literally tons at a time. So they might buy two tons from Tunisia, one ton from Spain, 
and they'll bring it to their facility and they're, they'll mix it together. So it's still, that's fine. They're mixing olive oil. That's fine. It's, it's olive not, oil. Okay. But we don't know how old each one of those olive oils are because it's a lot cheaper to buy mm. your last year's harvest for a big corporation than it is to buy the current stuff. And it's still good. It's mm-hmm. not bad. But if you're bottling it today, last year's harvest with a little bit of this year's harvest, and we put, hey, it's bottled mm-hmm. today, by the time it gets to a grocery store and that whole process, and it gets to your store shelf, yeah. it's probably two years old. And the health benefits, I mean, if especially if someone is buying olive oil because the health benefits are through the roof, which I want to mm-hmm. uh, touch on, but if someone's buying it for health benefits, then... I feel like they're being deceived and they're they're really just wasting Agreed. their money. And, you know, um, especially when someone's really like going through a really hard time mm-hmm. with their health and they're, you know, trying to make the best decision and here they're just getting nowhere. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do want to know, I mean, is there a favorite health benefit of olive oil that is very like near and dear to your heart. Um, there's, so there's so many. many yeah, like that literally, I, I mean, it's, it's, um, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, but there's been, because olive oil has been around for thousands of years, there's been like every study under the sun. I mean, it's good for your hair, good for your eyes, good for your brain, your heart. I'd say you're literally everything. Yeah. So you can always like really, um, you can point to it like so many different things. Um, me personally, I'm not going to make any claims here, but for the health heart side of things. And, um, you know, the fact that over in Greece, it is like the foundation of all meals, regardless of what it is, it's getting cooked Mm -hmm. in olive oil or added to a dish. And you look at the people like over there, like that live in the villages, like all my grandparents and aunts and uncles and my grandparents' siblings that are all still alive in their like late nineties, early hundreds. I mean, almost all of them hit a hundred and they're not doing it like in a wheelchair or sitting home. They're like able-bodied, like Mm -hmm. living at 95 the way they lived at 65, you know, which is better than a lot of 55 year old Americans. Like they're still moving every day. They're still gardening and you know, all the, all the stuff that humans were probably meant to be doing at that age, you know, beautiful. Beautiful. And and olive oil. I mean, anyone that's been to the villages in Southern Europe, like that's what everything is uh, started from. Yeah, well, it's a huge anti-inflammatory, and I mean, if your body's inflamed, that causes so many different issues. You know, a huge range of different things. So if 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 anything, it's a huge major anti-inflammatory that can help. And I've I've personally seen studies. Um, saying that it has helped, you know, with heart disease and Alzheimer's and um, even obesity. And I think that's one huge misconception is that, you know, maybe olive oil can make you fat, which I actually think it's the reverse. Eating fat will make you fat. You know. <laughs> the only problem with that whole thing, though, is like kind of circling back to like do the, the way things are done wrong is you think you're consuming a great product, but you're getting a product that's full of pesticides, literally, you know, so it's right. like... Man, people like are making this great dish and they're just adding that to it, you know? So, I mean, I'd rather, I'll be honest, I'd rather not eat olive oil than eat conventional olive oil just because I know like what is done to it. And it's Mm -hmm. in almost Mm -hmm. all food products, but really like 
fruit juices like that are sprayed with chemicals is not a good thing for your body. You're just better off not using it, yeah. uh, you know. When your body absorbs liquid so much easier than it does a food, you know, like a solid. Yeah, and it's, yeah, so, and unfortunately, it's just like kind of where we are this day and age. And it's pretty much the last, you know, 50, 60 years where this has happened. And, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, these big corporations, it's all about how much you can produce, not the quality that you're producing. Well, and you have to think about, I mean, of course, hopefully everyone knows like canola oil, vegetable oils are just horrible for you, right? Look, look what it's doing um, to our health. But you could also say the same thing. If you're getting a good quality olive oil, look at the potential it could do for your health. If you're getting good, like a good oil versus horrible oil, you know, it, can, it goes either way. No, definitely. You were saying, you know, a lot of people cook with it. So is is the idea that you should not heat olive oil, is that true or false? Because that's been kind of... Yeah, that's a, we get that question all the time. And again, not a doctor or scientist. I've seen, I've seen so many studies that say both one way or the other. They kind of make convincing arguments both ways. And you can always twist things uh, one way or another. I just tell people to do what they're comfortable with. And But I will say people that I just personally know who live the longest cook everything in olive oil. <laughs> and I okay. do it. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, at, you don't want to be smoking it though. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, you don't want to be cooking at such high heat that certain... you're literally setting off your smoke alarm, you know? So if you are cooking with it, um, you don't want it to really be getting, start bubbling and, and smoking the place out, but we definitely do it. So I have a question. So we kind of touched about like what you should look for when you buy olive oil, right? Um, you want the the best buy. So the best buy date, or you really want to look at the the production first, date. First thing first. The first things first, and I always tell people this as if I have like the information in my head that I do, but I don't have an olive oil company, and I'm going to buy olive oil. Is find organic. Like don't. That's the first thing to look for. Um, so once you have that. The non-GMO verified, which we are, isn't the biggest thing because they're really not genet- genetically modifying olives yet, but is not really the best before date because I've seen all sorts of different dates to include no dates, um, is when was the actual harvest date or production date? Like when did this turn into olive oil? Um, now, companies that are very large and buy, like we talked about it earlier, that buy olive oil from different places, they don't put a mm-hmm. harvest date because it. they don't know what it is. Because it, or it, it's different. I've no, you yeah. know, so there's no harvest date. It's just a bottling date. Right, right. I've noticed that too. I'm like, okay, where's the harvest date? Or again, I've never even seen a bottle date. I've just seen expiration. So we actually, and we tie ours to like a batch number. There's like a batch number on there as well, which is tied to like the exact date that this was came off the tree. Um, so, but again, it's, it's kind of part of educating the consumer, like what to look for, but organic one, mm-hmm. two is find a company you trust, um, and get it directly from them if you can. Um, now with that being said, if you're getting a good, say, say like a good, there's a few good, uh, olive oil companies in America, down in Texas and Georgia, a few in California where, yeah, you can get it fresh, like in a within a month or two. Um, and if you know that that company is doing it right, by all means, you know, 
get it from them or a store if it has the actual harvest date. You, you, all this is done, your oil, all this is mm-hmm. done in Greece, but you, within two weeks, it's in America, correct? Yep. So I want to, I want to make that clear. I mean, yeah, even though it's done in Greece, like within two weeks of the, you know, production, it's here in America. Yep. Ready it's climate to, controlled ready to go. the whole way. And then it goes our facility, which is climate controlled as well. Um, and another thing to think about too with grocery stores is just like a tip. If you are going to go grocery store shopping for olive oil, get it from the back of the shelf because there's certain things mm-hmm. that do um, harm olive oil and will cause it to oxidize. One is air. The other is age. Another is light. So sitting in a grocery store underneath those lights that don't get turned off, the, the bottles yeah. in the front are literally sitting under the light the entire time. So those so grab a lights. bottle from the back and uh, when you get mm-hmm. it home, as much as I love seeing like olive oil, our bottle, like sitting on people's kitchen counters and stuff, you're better off putting it in the cabinet. So it's not, um, you know, sitting underneath the light 24 seven or, or 12 hours a day. With all the health benefits of olive oil, make sure you're getting the right type to maximize those benefits. I love Cassandrino's extra virgin olive oil. I've personally spoken with the owner, seen his orchards and the soil and ground their hundred plus year old trees thrive on. And of course, I've tasted their oil, which is far beyond and robust than any other olive oil I've ever consumed. I can really taste the difference. Cassandrino's olive oil is not sold in stores for a reason. The owner decided this due to the grocery store's storage and lighting, which can actually degrade any oil, resulting in a lower quality product. Cassandrino's olive oil is only sold direct to consumers, so you know you're getting the freshest organic oil you can. Their oil is pressed and bottled all within 24 hours of picking, which is all hand-picked, by the way. No machinery is used. And it's shipped all the way from Greece to the USA within two weeks, ready for consumption. Talk about fresh. If you want to get 25% off and experience and benefit from this extraordinary olive oil, you can go to cassandrinos.com slash little sipper. That's K-A-S-A-N-D-R-I-N-O-S dot com slash L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R for 25% off. Is cold press just a marketing scheme? Yeah. or a- Any extra virgin, to be an extra virgin, it has to be cold pressed. It just doesn't reach a certain okay. threshold of temperature when they're actually pressing the olive oil or churning it. Um, so, yeah, Every extra version is cold pressed. Okay. So if it says extra version, it's automatically yes. cold yep. pressed. That's kind of like saying uh, our yogurt is gluten free. Like it's just. <laughs> we used to have it on our label and we took it off because we're like, you know, obviously it's cold pressed. It's extra virgin. People ask us, I don't see that your olive oil is cold pressed. I'm like, well, it is, but, you know, we decided to put the words organic really big in place because that's really what really matters is uh, the fact that it's being produced the right way. Um, but yeah, th- those are really the big things to look for. Um, really, the age and the quality are the biggies. Um, and th- that's how you can really tell. And the glass too, right? It has to be a super dark glass. Obviously, we talked about the light, but 
I mean, I've seen olive oil bottles and that you can, you can see, yeah. You can yeah. See you don't really want to be able to see you know. through it. I mean, we use like a really thick glass, like our, our bottles cost about double what most bottles do. We, we actually get the bottles from Italy, mm-hmm. um, but they're very, very thick. I mean, you can drop these things on your kitchen floor and they probably won't break. Um, it's, it's very thick glass wow. and it does not allow light, you know, to come through it. Um, Glad I never dropped my <laughs> bottle. Yeah. Watch out for yourself, <laughs> especially that one liter bottle. But, um, yeah, things like bigger than a wine bottle, but, um, yeah, I mean, you just really don't want to, you know, let oxygen. And that's another thing too. When you are closing the bottle, you want to make sure it's sealed, um, because you don't want air to get in there as well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people, uh, just leave the cap off and open. It's just, you know. So here's the thing too. It's like olive oil lasts for a while. Um, we put a two year best before date. Um, anyone who gets oil on our website is getting it a few months old at the longest, you know, cause we, we bring it over throughout the whole harvest season as well and kind of time it to where we can get it out to the consumers, the freshest, but it'll last for a long time. It's just not going to be as good as it should be. Like all the, um, positive properties that make an olive oil healthy, the polyphenols, you know, all the antioxidants, they start degrading with time. Right. So if you're getting it, especially for health benefits and all that, you you want the freshest 100%. you can get, uh, which is, I think, I think that's why, um, isn't isn't that why you you wanted to not go into stores? Because I'm sure you've been approached by major chains and all this stuff, and and you've decided no, I want to go direct to consumer. Um, well, the the number one reason, yeah, we want to get. I mean, we, we have, um, in my opinion, like a real special thing that kind of was left to us down generations and we really want to take care of it and share it with the world. I mean, it's like our like little way of sharing grease in a, in a bottle kind of with people. But if we're going to do that and our name's on it and, um, you know, this really started as a passion project of sharing our oil with our friends and that's how we look at it now. But we're like, one is getting a really healthy thing to people which does, you know, I'm, I'm not going to make health claims or anything, but it has helped people, okay? Um, so well, of course, it, it's that, but if they are going to have our olive oil, I want them to have it the way it's meant to be tasted and consumed because we can go into any high-end grocery store right now and find some really amazing olive oils, but that olive oil is two to three years old. So it's not nearly as good as it should be. And that's like a disservice, a disservice to the producers who are making this stuff. You know, all those small farmers who are doing it right over wherever they're making mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it gets to the consumer, it's not what it should be. You know, it's kind of like going to a high-end steakhouse and ordering like this awesome grass-fed ribeye and then cooking it in soybean oil and eating it cold. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like... right. It's not how it's meant to be done. Well, and you know, you don't want people to get a misconception of uh, of your brand, exactly. your name, um, and I think that just goes with any kind of like food product or any product. Really, it's just you know, I've gone into you know, I've bought different nut butters mm-hmm. and things like that, and some of them just kind of taste the same. But if you buy something and it really stands out from all the other, you're gonna want to go back. And get that yeah, again. You're not going to say, "Oh, I want to try another one because they're all no, the same." You know, you're going to no, definitely. It. And I mean, that's really it at the end of the day. Like, and we tell all our customers, like, 
try if it's the first time you're getting it, try it next to whatever's in your kitchen right now. Like just have them side by side and you'll see the difference right away. Like we're that confident in it, you know? Like, well, there's this um, fun, funny story is that I, when I first, you had sent me some of your olive oil and um, my boyfriend was at my house and I was like, okay, I, I heard great things about this. Like we got to try it. So we just spooned it. We just poured it on a spoon and he's really into like health and, and he's, um, his background is plant science. So he, he really is like into herbs and plants and things. And um, I had a spoon of it and I was, I was just taken away, especially when you just open mm. the bottle. Yeah. You can like smell it right like away. Fresh. Oh yeah. And then he tried it and he was like, this is the best olive oil I've ever tasted. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Um, and you feel, you feel like in your mouth, I can't even describe it, but it's just like so robust, robust and like fragrant and just yeah, that's the way I mean, it should be. I wish, I know? wish there was like smell yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. Like being, you know, growing up over there as little kids, um, we used to go back and forth all the time, and having it there, and always having it in our home too. Like when you are so used to like the right way, and you have the wrong thing, it's like, oh my goodness, what is this? This isn't even, this isn't even olive oil, you know. But yeah. on the unfortunately, most Americans don't know what real olive oil is supposed to taste like. So when they have it, they're like, oh, wow. You know, unless you've traveled over there and had the fresh stuff, like, which is normal over there, but over here it's not, you know, and it's just like, it's a very eye-opening experience when you first try it for the first time. Sure. It'll make any amateur cook, it'll make their food taste oh, yeah. a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about those bottles that do like the olive oil spray? The only problem I really see with it is uh, how old is the olive oil in there? And okay. um, you can buy a little squirt gun and put normal olive oil in there. and It's very overpriced, I'll tell you that. There's a very tiny little bit of olive mm-hmm. oil that's actually in that can. Uh, very little mm-hmm. amount. Probably like a, a few pennies worth. Um, literally. <laughs> of course. And they're selling it for like five or bucks more. a... So yeah. yeah, you've got a few pennies worth of olive oil in a little spray can when you can buy your own like little squirt can. I think Misto Misto makes a good right. one. I was gonna say I've seen one of those like Misto. It's like yeah, on Misto. There's one that. called Evo, like Evo. That's looks like a little squirt gun. Um, you're just okay. better off doing your own, I think. Yeah, and you know what kind of olive exactly oil you can put your own oil in there, kind of and uh, yeah. I think hopefully everyone is. Uh, a little bit more educated on olive oil. Is there, is there anything you really just want to like share with my audience as far as um, maybe the quality or something that just kind of impacted you uh, personally about about your business? I know um, you guys are expecting. Oh, yeah, Can yeah. I say that? Yes, my is wife. Like yes, a private wife thing. Pregnant. It's private, <laughs> but we let everybody knows now. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, we have three more months, so. Yeah. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. But yeah, I mean, the big thing is just, um, you know, getting the right quality products and the food that we're eating every day. You know, we we really um, strive to like make sure, you know, uh, people are getting what they're supposed to be getting. You know, we're not doing it mm-hmm. to become some major giant corporation that has our bottles in every single grocery store. Like we're really just going... Um, you know, doing what we're doing and trying to share it with people who really care about what they're eating and what, what they're, uh, 
what their health is. And um, we have mm -hmm. one cool thing is we have actually um, started uh, getting into a few restaurants that are kind of sick of using the canola oil, olive oil blend, which is very prevalent, unfortunately, even in some very expensive yeah. high-end restaurants. Um, wow, that doesn't even I know, make sense. It doesn't, Why especially you when do you're that? getting high-quality meats, like you're getting like a all grass-fed meat, but you're cooking it in whatever. And I'm sure you've seen some big well, grocery stores that are very high-end and that they cook, oh, yeah. <clears throat> they cook all their stuff and in canola oil. It's like, what is going on here? Right. Well, or why are you doing a mix of canola and olive? Just cook it. If you're going to do canola and olive, just cook it in canola. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why even add the olive? You'd be surprised at the companies who sell that stuff. But I'll just say, don't trust olive oil companies who also deal in canola oil. <laughs> um, <Okay>. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, so we're trying to like really, um, you know, educate uh, chefs at restaurants as well and restaurant owners like hey people do care about this stuff they don't want to come into like mm -hmm. um i mean there's a lot of like good farm and table restaurants that are cooking in tallow and ghee and grass-fed butter and olive oil mm -hmm. but there's a lot of like there's, there's, i'd say a majority of the restaurants and uh we grew up in the restaurant industry as well that's what my parents did when they came from greece but they you know at the end of the day the whoever's doing the ordering of the food they may not be so knowledgeable on what the customer is really looking for. They're just kind of trying to order these products from this distributor and, you know, get them as cheap as they can and as much as they can. Cause at the end of the day, you know, they still have yeah. to be within their budget. And um, so we're just trying to really like um, help influence that industry with a little way that we can, you know, I mean, we're, we're a small team, but you know the changes that we can make, uh, we definitely try and make them in in uh, with that side of things because it's one thing for the consumers to know what they're getting. Um, I think you have a you can affect a lot more going into one single restaurant, and you know they're now they're cooking for hundreds of people with the right kind of foundation to the meal because you know, you, you're cooking almost everything yeah. in fat or putting it on on top of your salads or whatnot. Yeah, it's a great dressing. So, yeah, it's great. Um, and you guys are still, are you still oh, family yeah. owned? It's, it's it, myself, my sister, it's, it's myself and my sister are the, and uh, my cousin. So we're the three owners. And then we have a few employees. And it's, uh, and then, so in Greece, we all have like land over there with trees. Um, we are also... Um, it's like a co-op down there. Like I told you, we're within three villages. Pretty much everyone in uh -huh. each one of those villages has a, some sort of plot, you know, whether it's a half an acre or 20 acres. And um, the co-op is we have our own mill, which turns the olive oil into uh, our olives into olive oil. And we have our own bottling facility. So, so you're in control everything, of everything. Yeah. You don't do any like co-packing no, no, no. or it's all done in that little area um i try and be there as much as possible during the harvest season it's a it's actually a long season it starts at um in october and ends in february um so it's not like we okay. do this all in one day or anything like that and it is mm -hmm. a slow tedious process when you're doing it uh manually um you, you can if you go out to like California where they're, they're literally driving tractors over an entire row of trees and getting all the olives in, in an hour, they do what we do in a day. 
but there's a downside to that, you know, what it does to the soil, sure, to the yeah. trees, to the environment. Um, well, it obviously yeah. shows, you yeah. know, so, but yeah, it's a, uh, we're, we're kind of small team just trying to, you know, make as much of a good influence on the food world as possible and to our customers and try and share grease with everybody. And <laughs> well, you guys are killing it. You are, and you're blowing up. Um, so where can everyone find you? Um, on castandrinos.com. We have uh, your website, castandrinos.com forward slash little sipper. That's probably the best place to go because I think there's a discount code on that page. There is. Hop yeah, on definitely. that. And then on your social platforms? We're Cassandrinos on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and okay. whatever else just got infected. Cassandrinos. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tony, for joining me and helping everyone know a little bit more about olive oil, what to look for, health benefits. You can find everything in the description below. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.